Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Massimella Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, very special guest with us today, the former mayor of Boston. He is now the 29th Secretary of Labor, Secretary Marty Walsh. Mr. Secretary, how are you? Welcome to Make It Plain. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited about this. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Full disclosure, uh, I live in New York. I actually live across the street uh, from Yankee Stadium. I hope you won't hold that against me, Mr. Secretary. Is that okay? You poor thing. It's not that full these days, (laughs) is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. So um, a lot of concern uh, about the April jobs report. It was a bit, you know, down from what we had been looking forward to and expecting. Folks, we're doing this interview before May comes out. So let's look at a couple of both scenarios. Uh, Well, first of all, what do you forecast? Do you have a feeling that this is going to be better than what April was? Well, you know, I want to just go back to to your earlier point about a a disappointed April. Uh, We're living in unprecedented times. Uh, We we have no uh, really understanding of of when the pandemic is going to end. And in, in the time that President Biden's been president, uh, I would argue that, you know, he's had historic gains, a million and a half new jobs added in, in the first three months uh, for four months of the, of the year, uh, thinking about the growth there. Um, the, the month of April, um, we did, you know, the experts or the, 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 all the projectionists projected that we were going to have all these big gains. We had about 266,000 new jobs added. Uh, some positive signs in that 
was that we saw the month of April, more people looking for work than in the month of March, the previous month, which is a good thing. I think we'll see that trend continue. And also we saw the largest gain in hospitality, which includes restaurants. And that's where a lot of uh, people in, in America work uh, in the communities of color and, and, and you know, all, and immigrants all across this country. So we saw some good gain there. Uh, I think that as we think about the pandemic, we certainly all are aware that we do have still have a mountain to climb here. Um, you know, there's been a lot going on this in this last year. Uh, but but I do feel optimistic over the course of the next several months here. More and more people are going to get back to work. More and more industries are going to open up. Uh, we just have to encourage people to get vaccinated uh, so that so they they can return back to the work site and re return back to, to society safely. But what if it's it's another low jobs report, Mr. Secretary, especially in light of, of April? Um, what are the reasons why that might even be a possibility? Is, is it because people still are not fully vaccinated yet? Is it because uh, businesses are still slow to open? W what could be the factors either for a lower number again or a higher number? Yeah, I think I think a lot of the factors that, that we have to deal with, regardless of what the number is tomorrow, even if the number is a huge number off the chart, uh, we still have an issue with child care in this country. Uh, many child care facilities have closed down. Uh, we have an issue with kids still learning remotely, uh, hybrid model in schools. Uh, Two million women have been pushed out of the workforce for, for lots of reasons. A lot, a lot of those cases, they're the primary caregiver in the family, so, so they have to be home with their kids. People not vaccinated, people concerned about COVID, people are still uh, contracting COVID every day in this country, so we're not beyond that yet. Um, so I think there's a whole host of reasons, but I also think a lot of it to what you just said, a lot of industries haven't reopened. A lot of people that maybe might have worked in the hospitality industry or the restaurant industry, their their restaurant is out of business and it's not quickly to jump into a new restaurant. So I, I think that at the beginning of this, I, I was the mayor of Boston when COVID began uh, and we were able, we closed the city down basically over three days. Um, reopening this reopening society, it, it, you know, America is like a big machine and, and you just can't flip a switch and expect everybody, 9 million people to go back to work the next day. Uh, and that's why the, the president has made investments in the American recovery plan. And that's why the president's talking about uh, building back better about the American jobs plan and families plan moving forward. More MIP after this message. And so, too, to be realistic, even if the number is off the charts, we still have to be sober about the process because you're right. A lot of those factors are not going to go away tomorrow either. So so even if it's a great number tomorrow, we have to keep in mind that that recovery plan is important for the long term going into the fall and all of that. Right. If, if the number is not nine million jobs tomorrow, uh, there's still going to be millions of Americans that are looking for work and out of work. Uh, and the majority of those folks are looking for work and out of work because of a pandemic. And I think that, you know, as we think about making these investments in these businesses, targeted investments uh, in the American Rescue Plan, uh, the president put in there $39 billion for child care. That money was released about a month ago. That money's hitting, hitting, hitting the cities and towns now in the streets. Uh, the, the, the president put in a $16 billion investment in small business and restaurants. Um, I mean, I know in New York and in Boston and all over this country, restaurants, uh, a lot of them went out of business. They're not reopening because they just couldn't they couldn't sustain sustain the pandemic. So we have we have lots of work to do. Uh, and that's, you know, 
I'm excited about this administration in Washington because their focus is on about strengthening business, creating opportunities for the middle class, getting people better wages, moving people forward, making investments in economic development, making investments in job training, making investments in school, making investments in, in the CARES economy. Th those are things. Those are things that people care about. You're absolutely right. And um, President Biden is talking about infrastructure investment. Again, this is long term. That certainly will create more jobs and bring the economy back too, won't it? No question about that. Not only will it create, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll describe it this way, short-term jobs and do building out the infrastructure, whether it's roads and bridges, broadband, clean drinking water, but the jobs that spin off of that, the connectivity, the opportunities in cities and towns all across this country uh, are going to be tremendous, in my opinion. Uh, I spent the last three weeks traveling around the country. I was in Pennsylvania. I was in, I was in Wisconsin. I was in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, and I was looking at in those in those area, three areas of the country, along with some other places. But uh, the need for job training and, and the need for investment in the infrastructure in this country is off the chart. So, so there's so many opportunities here. It even that's even important for the segment of Americans that unfortunately didn't vote for Joe Biden. But those very Americans themselves will benefit from an infrastructure and jobs program, won't they? No question about it. I was in Pennsylvania in some counties yesterday that that didn't vote for Joe Biden. Right. And, and when I was there, I was talking about the American Jobs Plan and I was talking about I'll tell you one simple thing I talked about was 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 broadband. And, and when I was talking to a group of folks about it and I talked to them about it, I said to them when I describe broadband as COVID-19 pandemic, Zoom connectivity, when kids got sent home and weren't going in person school and families couldn't connect to the broadband, everyone's head was nodding. Or if you were working from home and you couldn't connect, that 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 one area, that hundred billion dollar investment in that one area is a big deal. Clean drinking water. We have thousands and thousands of lead pipes in this country still. That drinking water goes through lead pipes into people's homes, into our kids' schools. That shouldn't be happening. An investment in in clean drinking water, uh, in electric grids, in job training, in the cares economy. Th these are these these are issues. This is not. The plan that President Biden put forth, the American Jobs Plan and Family Plan, this is not a Democratic plan. It's not a Republican plan. It's an American plan. It's an investment in the American people. And, and that's something that, that I think that the American people understand here. And, and I'm hopeful, we're hopeful, and I'm hopeful as we continue to move forward here. This shouldn't get lost in politics. This should not be a political fight. This should be a, talking about having a real honest conversation about making major investments in the American communities and American people. More MIP after this message. Now, the Biden administration, obviously, you, Secretary of Labor. Well, first of all, we know uh, until we have full, uh, full employment, there's always going to be an unemployed population. You all are also talking about reforming and updating the unemployment system, correct? Because that was another uh, uh, factor during COVID, um, the system, the UI system not being as up to date as it should be and not being sometimes as equitable as and as accessible as it should be. Well, for, first and foremost, thank God we have the system. Yeah. Because in the beginning of COVID, um, lots of people, everyone, you know, millions of tens, of, no, millions of Americans lost their job. In the beginning of COVID, many of those Americans that lost their job when they applied for Social Security for uh, unemployment benefits, the systems were overloaded all across this country. In every single state, I don't care what size the state was, how how technical savvy they were, people still had problems accessing the benefits. Um, 
as the time went on, then we had the issue with people taking money out of the system, the fraud piece of it. And then we now we have people still waiting for to access unemployment benefit kind of the second round. Um, the president invested $2 billion, $2 billion in the American Rescue Plan to make investments in the system. And for it falls under the purview of the Department of Labor. And right now we're working with 53 states and territories around the United States of America to talk about what, what these investments should look like. Some of the systems in, in this country are, are 40 years old. Sounds crazy, 40 years old. Other systems are newer, they're 20 something years old. So we have to look at how do we eliminate the concerns that people have. So in the event of, God forbid, another pandemic, or a downturn in the economy, we have a system that works across the board for people that need those benefits. As we leave, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, you, you actually come out of organized labor and labor movement um, yourself. Um, what are your thoughts about the state of organized labor? I, I've been a student of the labor movement, been a part of it myself. There's been a decline um, and it was designed to be that way. I kind of go back to the Reagan administration is, is labor coming back and how important is organized labor to this Biden administration in terms of getting things done and rebuilding America? You know, I, I think I think we're going to see a resurgence in the labor movement in this country, particularly under the Biden-Harris administration. Uh, I also think that labor is going to have to do things a little differently. Uh, when I was the head of the building trades in Boston, uh, I was in a meeting one time and I looked around the room and I said, everyone in the room looks like me. Uh, and they said, what do you mean by that? And, and they said, well, you all look like me, you're all white men. And, and we need to really think about how do we open up the doors for, for real open up. And we created a program called Building Pathways. Uh, that, that, that's a program since we, we did start it in 2012, you know, 500 plus young people of color and women have had the chance to get into the building trades uh, and, and in different types of trades. So I think the labor movement across the board, uh, just like the Biden-Harris administration is talking about, when I talk about these American jobs plan, American families plan, there's also an equity component to it and, and, a, and, 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 and a component to looking at how do we create opportunities so that we can knock down the walls of systemic racism that previously existed. Some of those same conversations are being had in union halls across the country and in job training across the country. So I think that there's an opportunity here uh, as far as the labor movement, you strengthen the labor movement, making sure the labor movement represents all people in America. That's what's key here. Yeah, very, very well put. Folks, uh, 29th Secretary of Labor for the United States, Marty Walsh, has been our guest. Thank you, Mr. Secretary, for joining us on Make It Plain, okay? Thanks for having me today. All right, take it. We'll talk again soon. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.